Hello and welcome to P is for Podcasts, a podcast where Fiona and I talk about popsicles, popcorn, and a word that starts with P. Hey Fiona. Hey What's Claire. Up? We are we are recording live from Bozeman, Montana. Montana. The treasure state. The treasure state. Big sky country. Big sky country. That's all I have for words to describe Montana. Flat and tall at different places. <laughs> yes. That's probably true of all states. Bozeman is lovely. It's very smoky here. It's don't very actually know smoky. where the fires are that the smoke is coming from, but it's very smoky. It's very beautiful. We ate some yummy lunch at like 4 p.m. It was a late lunch. We went on a hike today. That was nice. Yeah. All right, let me jump right in. This week's popsicle. I don't know what it is. What is it? No, you do know. Oh, I do know. It... Well, so I had different plans. I wanted to do something with blackberry and mint, remember? Because on our run, we found a, a mint plant, and I was really excited. You were so excited, yeah. But then, Lou and I had a party Thursday night. A dinner party. For her 21st birthday, and we thought it would be fun to make a popsicle for her birthday. So she really wanted to do Aperol spritzes, because that's the hot, trendy drink of it's summer It's very hot and trendy. Um, and so we made orange juice popsicles for our Aperol spritzes. And you put them in the Aperol spritzes? Yeah. And I also included in this week the the raspberry popsicles I made earlier in the summer. For the champagne the champagne. Yeah. that we toasted with? So actually, maybe I'll only do 51 posts because I have made <laughs> You've doubled popsicles. up this week. Yeah, I should have called that. That's nice. Did you sample the drink and see how it tasted with the popsicle? No. Okay. <laughs> I've never I had an Aperol it. spritz, so I I don't know. I, I don't, can't get a handle on what those flavors would taste like. I know. I feel like after smelling it, I should, but it just smelled like alcohol. I do love orange. Although, you and I both are not wild about orange juice as yeah. a concept. I think I would like it much more in a popsicle, though. I actually definitely agree. Because it's sort of refreshing and zippy and sweet. But yeah. it's not like, I don't know, something about drinking orange juice pure is too overwhelming from my mouth. Yeah, I, it's so. weird. We've talked about orange juice before on the podcast. The pulp debate? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I assume you made it pulpless? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Well, yeah, I did. I never even considered the alternative. Because I, I was like, like to go into a, a co- drink, to go into yeah, a drink, a cocktail, yeah, you, you like, I think it would, yeah, no. But the popsicles melted really quickly for the drink, which was good because it was really hot Thursday night. Did it, do you think, did people, did the other people who were drinking the Aperol spritzes, did they seem to think that the orange flavor augmented the taste of the drink? Or had they already eaten the popsicles? They didn't, like, let it melt into their drink? No, they let it melt. I think everybody liked it. I mean, a lot of times you'll put up, like, orange juice or orange slices into Aperol spritzes, so it's not, like, too far of a stretch, yeah. Aw, that's so delightful. I really liked the raspberry ones that you made earlier in the summer to go into the champagne. That was really lovely. I had my... Those were raspberry... Do they have anything else in them, or was it just... It's just raspberry, pure raspberry juice. Yeah. Or I mean, I... I mean, I love the taste of raspberry, so that was... I love raspberries, too. Delightful. Yeah. Okay. Uh, What's your viewing recommendation for the week? My viewing recommendation... Do you know... Do you have a guess at what it is? No. Okay. My viewing recommendation is not one specific thing. It is a concept, a group of things. Ooh. It is the English Premier League came back this weekend, and I'm very excited. And oh, so my viewing I recommendation sh- is 
the English Premier League. This is a lengthy viewing recommendation lasting until next May. Yeah, wow. That's, that's a... But I'm just really happy. I mean, the sort of post-World Cup soccer, the emptiness of post... I mean, MLS is playing, so I guess yeah. shouldn't be down on the MLS. Fake fan. But the post-World Cup vacuum of, like, high-quality soccer sometimes hits us hard. But already, I felt like I, this year I got through it so fast... I didn't really even think about it. I was like, the World Cup was so great. And then before I knew it, the Premier League was starting again. That's crazy that I didn't know that that was going to be your recommendation because I did know that the Premier League had started because I sent you a tweet about it. Right. No, I knew that you knew about Uh, it, which is why I thought maybe you were going to guess. So have you watched any games yet? No. No, because I've been traveling and been here. But I was actually... Montana is not about the English Premier League. Montana is about Big Sky. Yeah, that's true. Montana is about leather and and cowboys grizzly bears definitely a lot of grizzly bears um i'm actually i didn't even do this on purpose but liverpool who for those who don't know my favorite english premier league team and my favorite soccer team in general is liverpool your favorite soccer team ever i said in general like over the earthquakes <laughs> i love the earthquakes if i had to choose an mls team i would obviously choose the earthquakes that's good not but the I new was, england revolution no I'm loyal. Some of the first sports games I remember going to as a child were earthquake games. Oh, in their old stadium? And they would hand out sometimes the thunder sticks, which are those inflatable plastic yeah. tubes that you bang together. And they make the most satisfying, like, met- almost metallic-y sound. It's really Sweet weird. It, yeah. And I remember running around the house with those, like, when I was very small. And just banging them together and together. And mom and dad finally took them away because they were well, so annoying. Yeah. You could just deflate them because they were... Yeah. Right? I feel like Thundersticks are a child's dream and a parent's nightmare. So Liverpool, you Much like, like the recorder. You like Liverpool over Atletico? Yeah. Well, Atletico is definitely my favorite team in Spain, but if like Liverpool, I have been a fan of for much longer. Mm. You like Liverpool over the women's national, U.S. women's national team? Well, you've really put me, you've really put me <laughs> in the there. It's, Fiona, I what don't is really your think, stance I don't on think women of, playing sports? What is your stance on Title IX? <laughs> stop, 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 stop. My stance on Title IX is pro, for the yeah, record. my stance is pro uh, for as well. For the record. Um, no, I mean, I'm not talking about international. I'm talking about, like, club organization soccer. I'm not talking about international soccer. I'm just talking soccer. about soccer in general. Okay, well, I can't even compare those two things. The US Women's team means so much to me, but Liverpool means so much to me differently. Anyway, today we went on a hike, and I didn't do this on purpose, but I was wearing a Liverpool jersey, Mm -hmm. and they played their first game today of the season, and they won 4-0. They won? 4-0. They're playing West Ham. Did Wimbledon play? I assume Wimbledon. Because I I saw a lot of I think the league one season actually started... Oh, no, John was shooting about Liverpool. Yeah, he's shooting about Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. This is John Green, for the record, um, who is a big... Taylor Swift's favorite author. Yeah. (laughs) Is he really? She said that once. That's I was very troubled. hilarious. <laughs> he is a really big Liverpool fan, and he sponsors a third-tier English football team, AFC Wimbledon. Which, honestly, his journey with AFC Wimbledon has been one of the joys of my recent life, because I just love hearing about Wait, it. Wait, so is your viewing recommendation just the English Premier League yeah. ad nauseum, or like... It's a, it's a recommendation to celebrate the return of the Prem. Okay by watching one specific match that you're excited for or just like any game you can get your hands on i just i just encourage everyone to watch whatever interests them if that's not soccer i understand but also i think like some people get really into the world cup and then that energy kind of fades until the next world cup mm-hmm. that's and, true like, 
I like to and tell people like. And this is a four like, and a half year span. Right, because of the Christmas. Or is it going to be three and a half? I actually don't know. No, no it's going to be four and, and a half. half. Is it going to go into 2023? No. We're talking, talking about the Qatar World Cup for everyone. That I don't know if you all know out there that it's being played in the wintertime because of weather issues. Because it's so, 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 so hot. In but they've proposed. Have you heard about the proposed or arranging of having... Um, more teams in the qualifying rounds the summer before like it would be you would place a team from a different continent so it'd be like Japan versus the US and you play like once in Japan once in the US it's a very- but it's not but that's not part of qualifying wait yeah so it's like so they were gonna admit more teams to the tournament and it would start earlier yes exactly weird I, that hasn't been confirmed it was just I proposed. didn't even hear about that that seems fun to me yeah that's surprising Okay, what I was going to say, though, was that um, I feel like it, people get really into it and some, when they watch the World Cup, and then sometimes they like a certain team or a certain player, and it's fun to, like, find that player you liked in their club team and mm-hmm. then watch it because that helps, like, soccer culture grow in the United States. That is fun. Yeah, I like that. That does help soccer culture grow. So does our podcast. Very few United... Yeah, our, our podcast has been full of soccer mm-hmm. so far. It really has. Thanks to the World Cup, of course. But Okay, well, do you want to know what our um, word source of P is? Did Katie text it to you? Yeah, Katie Katie chose it. Um, our friend maybe, Katie. Maybe Katie could come say the word. Yeah, Katie, do you, want, do you want to just come discuss it with us? Hi, everybody. This is Katie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would love to come discuss with you. Katie has been reading very quietly. <laughs> Katie's in across the patio. <laughs> okay, I'll say the word, though. It was Katie's, Katie's say idea. Say it out loud. And then, so I say, Vampire. I say it, and then Fiona says what she thinks of it. Okay. And then we get to chime in. Okay, cool. The word is... Penicillin. <laughs> that is so classic that you chose this word. <laughs> um, first thoughts, glad it exists. Yeah, grateful. Second thought... Gratitude. Some people are allergic to it, and that's troubling really? to me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, well, Katie, it's, Katie it's, as a future doctor of dental medicine, could you perhaps tell us what are the alternative options when people are allergic to penicillin? Yeah, I'd be happy to comment on this. Wait, 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 wait. First, what, um, what is penicillin? What it do? It's an antibiotic. Okay. It's like the, the first antibiotic ever discovered. Okay. This is one of my favorite science stories. Everyone should look it up. <laughs> um, but basically, I don't remember what the scientist's name was, but he left. He was trying to grow some bacteria. Yeah. And then... Um, some mold started growing on it because he left his petri dish next to the sink because he didn't wash it out. Because he, he nasty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he noticed that where the mold was growing, the bacteria was dying. Uh, and he found out what compound it was that the mold was making, and it turned out to be penicillin. By accident? So, yeah, so wow. what would do? What do people use it for nowadays? Or is it has it sort of fallen out of use? It was sort of. I feel like it was used for like everything for a long time. Yeah. What year was that? It was like around World War Two ish. Okay. Or before. Oh, how convenient. But it was, yeah. 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 And so nowadays, it's definitely still a super common antibiotic. So in the dental office, the doctor I worked for this summer would prescribe amoxicillin, which is in the penicillin family. Oh, it is. I didn't know that. Yeah. So for patients who are allergic to amoxicillin, he would prescribe clindamycin instead. Oh, what's that? I feel like I took that for my skin when I was like 16. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Did your teeth also get really strong? Yeah. (laughs) Wait, why would a dentist recommend an antibiotic? If you have an infected tooth that's like giving you problems throughout your whole body. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I would also like the listeners to know that it is, it has begun raining. Yep. We're outside right now. Small Small drops. drops. Also, the neighbor's dog just came outside for a little while. 
and was staring us down. Yeah. Also, the fire, the reason it's so smoky, I was listening to you guys talking earlier. I just looked it up. It's about 70 miles away. It's pretty close <sighs> That's by. That's close. Yeah. That makes sense why it's so smoky. Yeah. That's sad. How, what part, what percentage is contained? Zero. Oh. That's Zero percent. Good. It must have just started. It just started. It was a lightning-based fire. Oh, Whoa. that's scary. Actually, that's better. Did though, you know because what? One of the ones in California right now was it was like arson. That yeah. Caused it. Are you one serious? Of the ones that's, yeah. Fires that are started with because of either human aggression or human stupidity like makes me so deeply sad because at mm-hmm. least lightning like that would have happened had humans never inhabited. And right, right, the, right, the forest right. needs fire to regenerate, and that's a natural process by which right. that happens. But. Versus like somebody who didn't like tie up their chain attaching their. RV to their car correctly and so it starts a fire. Or someone throws a cigarette butt out their window or something like that. Or they don't put out their campfire responsibly. Wow. Wow. Okay, Claire, do you have anything to say about penicillin? Well, I'm actually... I was just glad it came up because I've heard the word a lot and I knew that it was some sort of treatment for infection, but I didn't know exactly what it was, and I feel like I've learned a lot. Sorry, it's also blowing a lot of winds. The it's, podcast conditions are not ideal. It's so windy right now, so the sound quality is probably exciting. Um, but I feel like... I didn't realize that there were so many alternatives to it. I mm-hmm. sort of thought people who were allergic to penicillin were, like, kind of screwed. I guess I should have thought more about Wait, that. I also <laughs> didn't realize that it was invented that late. I thought that it would have... So how did they treat infection before that? Did they, they just didn't. drain it? Yeah, so... That's why, like, you could really start doing surgery around that time as well. Oh. So, um, it was one of those, like, war breakthroughs, I think. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Did you learn that in dental school or beforehand? It's one of those, like, intra-bio stories that, like, they really try to rope you in and get you excited about that. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they're like biology. Penicillin. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. So, but now our... But so all antibiotics are not in the penicillin family? No. There are a lot of different ones that I should remember much better than I do right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's all sorts of different ones. Although, like, antibiotic resistance is growing and is one of yeah. my great concerns. It's a fear of mine. I think about yeah. it a lot. I think in our lifetime, we'll see some sort of superbug develop. Yeah. Like a large plague. Speaking of John Green, that's another fear he has really planted like, in my mind. Yeah. He does some good um, healthcare related videos as well. Healthcare triage? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, that sounds he interesting. And, he, he and his brother, Hank, Claire and I are big, have been longtime fans of them. Big mm-hmm. fans. Across a lot of their content creation. Lots of content. Love and they, they, their company complexly m- makes or sponsors a lot of different YouTube series. And one of them is healthcare triage. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. that sounds really interesting. Yeah. I think I, the financial diet is another one. Like yeah, Claire like very, really, very loosely. Claire really likes that one. Yeah, I like it. I a think lot. they give money to it. Yeah, they funded, like, some of their initial starts. Another good YouTube channel you should check out if you're interested. Oh, save or it for, blog. Save it for your viewing recommendation. Yeah. Did you hear that, Katie? Fiona recommends that you watch the English premiere. Yeah. Like, can you speak to that? Yeah. Um, how does one watch that? Like, Oh, that's a, that's a really good so, question. So, actually, as of two or three years ago, it got... It's, like, easier to watch the English Premier League in the United States with a cable package than it is... Or it's, like, less expensive than it is in Europe. Wow. It's something that I've learned because NBC bought all the rights to showing it in the United States. Oh. So now you can get all the games if you have a cable subscription. And if you have your package includes NBC Sports Network, you just gotcha. go on like NBC Sports Live online and you stream them or you watch the one that's on your TV on your TV. Wow. I so thought in general so really in Europe, it was, it's easier to watch the World Cup. The, when, the, two years ago when I was finishing off my semester abroad, my dad and I were trying to, when they, my parents came to visit, visit, we were trying to watch the European Championships 
in soccer. Mm. And it was more difficult to find the game on there than it was when we came home. Wow. I wonder, I feel like all of the soccer boys at Brown watch it on, watch their games on Reddit. Yeah, That's people really post like out. people post like the highest quality illegal streams on the Reddit mm. the subreddit page for the game. I think I don't know. I just watch it through NBC. So yeah, it seems like your channel seems easier. Yeah, but it, like cable packages are a lot cheaper. So, well, that's not true. But I think that because it's on a more mainstream network, like in Europe, you have to buy a special package that has a different. Like mm. you can buy all the soccer for the year. Oh, whoa! Yeah, it actually wasn't that much more expensive. But I didn't do it this year. Yeah. Um, just returning to penicillin, where was that? Where was it discovered? Oh, that's a good question. Like in the United I States? I, or... I believe so, but I... Ooh. Yeah. That makes me feel really good. Yeah, don't quote me on that. We'll though. follow up next episode. Oh, yeah. Katie, you and our thousands of listeners are going to be quoting you on that. So, <laughs> Katie Merrick. Penicillin is from Bozeman, Montana, 2018. <laughs> Heard to hear first. Yeah. I am confident in this statistic. <laughs> We've anyway. been passing around a lot of statistics these past few days without a lot of yeah, like, I confident well, sources to back I trusted up. In a source on which were the most visited national parks. Like a, a person told me which ones they thought were the most visited. Then I looked it up and they were very wrong. The person who told you that was also unreliable on that subject matter. Yeah. I would say. Well, also, we guessed at how much a used CRV costs. We don't know. Oh, we yeah, we were... <laughs> guys, we know nothing about cars, and yeah. that was really revealed. I mean, okay, like, we know about how cars work and, like, fixing... T- like fix- That's not what I mean. I don't know. About how much cars cost. Wait, Fiona, I'm concerned that you think... <laughs> I have been taught, like, not just, not just a verbal description, but, like, a hands-on explanation of how to fix a tire, but I promise you that if my life depended on changing out a tire, I would fail, like, really? tragically. Oh, yeah. I think oh, you could do yeah. it. I think you would do it. I think you could do it. Could you change the oil or, like... Are, are you kidding me? Like I don't. I wouldn't Do even. You know, know, I don't even know oil? where the oil is in the car. <laughs> I assume somewhere in the no, front like or the it. back. It's a stick that you get to lift up and see. Oh, that does sound fun. You would yeah. like that. Uh, I talk big talk, but like if you told me to go to Katie's car and like fix some things right now, I would not have. I would not know immediately what to do. For sometimes a lot of I have things. a hard time opening the hood too. Right. Do you have the little? I would do you have, have the little fun, like prop. metal thing that you prop the yes. hood on? I yeah, love that. Yeah, that's yeah. so fun. Yeah, I think if you if we opened up the hood and looked in, I wouldn't be able to point out a single item. Be like, I think, I think that's where the I window washer. I think you washer. would know where the engine is. I think you would be able to. Oh, the, en- the engine! It, I thought it was underneath the car. Isn't it in the? I think it's. Underneath. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> because the exhaust pipe is all the way in the back. Yeah, I guess it's probably under. It's crazy. You but maybe, no, maybe no, it's, it's under. All, it's under. Maybe. Because when I'm driving, when I've been driving a Prius in the past, and they have like. The uh, always the little diagram that shows oh, the I energy love flow. That. I feel I like I should know. I've driven so many Prius Prii question mark in my life that Priuses. I feel like I should know. Yeah. Okay. This has been embarrassing for all of us. But last night we were trying to guess how much. We'll, we're going to look it up after. Yeah. We were trying to guess how much certain cars cost, and our estimates ranged by like eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, all it revealed is that we know nothing. But that's fine. Like I'm just not a person that's very interested in fancy. Maybe cars. that should be a new podcast. Is me reviewing cars. Like, not based on any sort of actual, like, 
safety or anything, just me like going off of vibes. You could be like, get, I saw this car drive by yeah. and it looked okay. Yeah, or like, get somebody to drive you around, good. do like a carpool karaoke, Ooh. but you are just reviewing the car for the entire drive. Yeah. And I'm just like, hmm, still still pretty medium, fast, It's slow. like comedians in cars getting coffee, except it's just Claire in a car talking about things she, she doesn't know that much about. And it's purely the aura. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, mm, this aura is green. It depends on the driver, too, if they stop to get That's you a true. snack. That's true. Yeah, like, would I have a drink? Mm-hmm. Anyway, penicillin. Grateful. <laughs> Useful. Oh, yeah. I hope that it does not become resisted against. But I worry that of, it's going to. A lot of to. things are resistant to penicillin. It's, like, the most common Can you give one. some examples of things that are resistant to penicillin? So, like, MRSA. It is. Is methicillin-resistant Staphylococcus aureus. Or maybe it's strep. I think. Oh, that's why it has M in it. That's why, yeah. And then there's also like vancomycin, which is like the big guns in in antibiotics. So Versa. Oh. Mm -hmm. And then like, there's also extremely drug resistant pen, um, Staph aureus. Yeah, Staph infections scare me. Yeah. One time at Middlebury, (laughs) they found some Staph in one of the like. one of the little tubs at the in the training room that the athletes would use to, <gasps> to do icing or heating oh, yeah. of injuries. Uh, and at that very time, I also had this weird red bump that had appeared on my <gasps> foot. And for like three days, I was convinced that I had gotten the MRSA. And I was, I mean, this is a classic me story. I was horrified. And I made went to the trainers and I asked them exactly about what sterilization processes they had been using and made them look at my foot. And we decided that I had nothing to worry about. One time last spring I got this horrible infection from a hot tub and one of my fellow hot tubbers I will not say his name but it rhymes with no I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, got a staph infection from oh it. no from the same hot yeah. tub what Needless, was your rash you you didn't know about this no I know what your rash I knew you had a rash and I knew you had to they take said it was called it. hot tub I don't remember but did it have hot tub in the title no, but they said it's like you really can only get it from hot tubs or like what some, you had. Yeah. Wow. So we left a pretty harsh review on everything. <laughs> Actually, we were like, "Great time! Like, thank you for your service." Yeah. Don't use the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, like, would not recommend the hot tub. Beautiful but deadly. <laughs> yeah, that was in Vermont, huh? Yeah, it was in Vermont. Nothing against Vermont. That's Kate, a sad story. Except for the people, the place, <laughs> <laughs> the tubs. Good stars. All right. Well, sorry, followers, if this has been a bit of a rapid fire, rapidly changing direction conversation. But well, there's lots to learn about. Thanks for lots joining us from our live broadcast from Montana. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Fiona and Claire. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks no for problem. joining us, Katie. <laughs> what a spontaneous, fun adventure. Big sky. Big sky. <laughs>